What up? Hello, people. Hello, hello. This is my second episode thingy of my new pod- podcast. Sorry. And I'm just I'm just so excited. All morning I was like, okay, I'm just gonna hurry and do what I'm supposed to do, wash the dishes, clean my room and stuff, and then sit down and start to talk. So this episode I will be talking about my horrific time. First time ever first and last time ever I ever went to a sleepaway camp a Christian sleepaway camp and just let me say it was very terrible I went the wrong time and it maybe would have been fun if these things didn't happen to me but let's just get right into it so it was I was like 14, 13, 14 years old, I was still a junior in high school, and my church, I made Anglican for all of my life, my whole family is a Anglican family, and so I grew up in the Anglican church, so they had a very, they had an annual summer camp and they always talk about it, but nobody from our church has ever really went to the summer camp because it was really very expensive and we just never had anyone old enough to go. So when I finally got old enough to go, they paid, they, I was sponsored by the entire church and they paid for me to go and my mom and some of my other family they were so excited my cousin my two other cousins they are older one is uh one year older than me the other which is a girl uh she is five years older than me so my cousin that is one year older than me he's a guy he is my favorite person because i'm just i'm just I'm his favorite, he's my favorite, we're both are each other's favorite, and that's just it. So, our family, are we are the relatives of the same family, and we, uh, our parents joined together and bought us everything that was alike. So we had the same mosquito repellents, we had the same tissues, we had the same everything lotion deodorant we just had the same things and my mom was in charge for packing for me i've always been a good packer in my life i know how to pack but she was just so excited for my first camp because she's very this outgoing person she was she's excited for these things and so she was taking charge of all the packing and stuff and let me tell you that's where the the nightmare began because my mother seriously underpacked she really underpacked and it might sound weird because um people say when you're excited you overpack because you're going somewhere for a week and you bring a month worth of clothes. <laughs> Not my mom. She really underpacked. She did me wrong. But wait, back up. Wait, wait. When I said that the nightmares began, 
with the packing. That's not where the nightmare began. Um, the day before, no, that's real. The nightmare began the, the, when she started to pack. But I did not know she was under packing because I felt she had it, right? But the second thing that went wrong, the day before, my sister from Red Hills came. That's your menstrual. That's the the simile, metaphor, whatever, for what they call the menstrual cycle. It started. And I, when I have my cycle on, it is a river. It's River Nile. It could supply an entire third world country. And so I had to bomb rush and get sanitary napkins because I'm not a tampon user. Um, sanitary napkins into my suitcase. And it was super packed. It was... um. I thought maybe I could handle it because it's a summer camp. You feel free to do whatever you want so you could do what you want. But it was a Christian camp. Little did I know it wasn't going to be like the movies like Parent Trap or whatever. It wasn't going to be like that. It was going to be this nightmare. Um, When we went to the summer camp, I was 12 years old. Was I 12? Yes, I was 12 years old. Yes, 12 years old. And I was going to be 13 in the same year. Say it was July and my birthday is in September. So I was going to be 13. And so I was supposed to be in the intermediate group that is the teenagers. 13 to I think 16 and then the seniors would be 17 to the 21 years of age or something like that so I told the lady I was 12 but I'm going to be 13 she gave me a pink armband and I was like a pink armband what's the pink armband for but my cousin who is just one year older than me he got a blue armband and then my other cousin got a purple armband which I understood with she I knew that we weren't going to be in the same group but I was expecting to be in the intermediate, which got the blue armband. So I went to her and said, how come I have a pink armband and I'm going to be 13? She says, but you're, but you're 12 right now. And I said, okay, so I guess I'm in the junior group. So right off the bat, I was placed in junior camp, which was very lame. All we did was color all day and make all sorts of childhood kindergarten stuff and I was 12 going on 13 while the intermediates were busy making songs acting in plays um playing games and I was busy having nap time at 12 o'clock come on seriously it's a summer camp so anyways we went on these big buses um my oldest cousin that I went with she her father was the one who took us to the state to the, the the pickup point and then the big buses picked us up and that was where we got the armbands and then they drove us all the way across the island to the camp site there was like four buses four huge buses that could be like big tour buses and it was filled with people from 
all corners of the island. And so I was kind of excited at that moment. But pain was hitting me. Because remember, I said I was on my menstrual. So I went to the bus. I got wind of seed. I have terrible chavasitis. And so it wasn't a good ride for me. I was like, when am I, when am I going to be here? So anyways, we finally got there at about 7 p.m. So we've been traveling since 7 in the morning. So it's like 12 hours. So 7 starting from my house, reaching at the campsite, the other side of the island at 7 p.m. around that time. And so we had to take our luggage. They made us go into this kind of room so the the camps now were separated so the the seniors the intermediates and the juniors i had to say bye to my cousins now i and went to my junior camp immediately my other cousins made friends and i was sitting there with my my luggage really awkward and <laughs> I was so awkward. Um, This girl came up to me. Uh, I remember her name. I just won't say it. Uh, she came to me and was like, hi, how are you? And I was like, hi. I was so awkward. I was like, hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? And she said, I'm good. Are you nervous? It's my first camp and whatever, whatever. I said, yeah, it's my first camp. She and and then she was like, "This is my little sister." They were both in, uh, junior camp as me. And then she had the same problem as me. She was gonna be thirteen, and they gave her a junior armband as well. So <laughs> these people. So they told us that we're just gonna have dinner first, and then come back to this room, and then they'll show us to or dorm rooms and whatever so I was like okay we went to the the room immediately this girl was she became my best friend immediately we sat together and immediately a guy saw her there were a lot of people who were old enough to be in the intermediate camp but they put them in junior camp because they're sickos and so we really had our age group there so it wasn't filled with just babies so immediately this guy said he liked her and she was like I like him he's cute well he was and he was he had looks he was okay and I was like okay the boy came to me and he was like hi I was like hello and he was like what's your name and I said Tay and he's like I like your friend and I was like, tell her. And he said, I'm, I'm shy. Tell her for me. And I was like, okay. And I just touched her. And like, girl, the sky says he likes you. And she was blushing like it was the first time he guy ever told her that. And I was like, okay, do what you want to do. Talk what you want to talk about. So for dinner, while they talked, they shared pork and rice and peas it was a sunday so it's a traditional sunday dinner and it was not the most delicious food in the entire world but it was edible and i was hungry 
So we at, we went back to the group, the room, what they said. And then they took all the girls to the girls' dorm. And all the boys to the boys' dorm. Uh, my room, I was hoping that we could just choose our own rooms. But they already had a roster as to where to place us. So we just had to look at the doors with the names on a piece of paper taped onto the door. And my dorm room was way to the end. But it was right across from the teachers or camp. Invigil you call them camp invigilators? I'm not really sure. Is it camp invigilators? In <laughs> I'm talking. Stupid. Is it camp invigilators? Camp keepers. Whoever they are. It was right across from that. And I was like, oh dang. It is gonna go down. It We can't. It, we won't be able to stay up. Um, Funny, I should have mentioned. We weren't allowed to bring um technology or anything. They took it. And we weren't allowed to bring food. But I hid some crackers and stuff in between my clothes. So I was good. And so when I went to my dorm room, the girl that became my best friend wasn't in the same dorm as me. So I had to re-meet other people. And the girls, they were cute. They were cool. Uh, the room had, let me see two three four four bunk beds top and bottom but it was only like four of us i took the corner bunk because there was a secret door little secret closet that nobody saw and i took that and i hid everything for me in there and i liked that bed <laughs> but in the room it was okay i really liked it but on to the first day of camp they told us to uh exercise so we woke up like six in the morning and we're exercising but i was glad i was in the junior camp that time no seven in the morning sorry but then in the morning we had to wake up at seven exercise for like an half an hour because we were the babies according to them and then get dressed for church in the morning you know the welcome meeting to say hello guys whatever and stuff and so we got ready and whatever the camp was so annoying they didn't have enough water so it was really a dry area and remember i was on my menstrual i need the water i was messing up every day there was hardly any water nothing to flush the toilet and even if water is there it is just like some little teeny tops of things and i was like um come on if you're gonna have these things you should at least be freaking prepared but they were not prepared for us i'm they say they was but i'm convinced they weren't because it was just not my kind of thing I couldn't really take care of myself. I had to really implement, um, improvise on how to clean myself. And all my clothes were missed, messed up. And that's when I knew my mom underpacked. She packed for me, a girl on her menstrual, five panties. Five for an entire week. Come on, five panties? Come on. And that's when I realized that it was really going downhill. I had to take money, give it to one of the camp campers, people, invigilators, over, 
and they had to go into the town because we were far from the town. Uh, they had to drive into the town to buy an extra pack of panties for me. And that's what saved my life. Because I had money. Suppose I didn't have any money. What would I do then? Anyways. Our camp for the whole day, we just made a crap like baby crafts there's a the the paper plates with drawing we painted we finger painted we us uh, we had nap time and we had to be in bed by eight what kind of camp is this like we are planning to when the other groups are outside playing games and having fests and stuff we had to be in bed um the kids that were my age that um, sadly suffered what we suffered with the age thing. We had to just sit through the windows and look at the other cat groups enjoy themselves while the babies, they're really legitimate babies, like the five, six year olds in our in our cat group, were sleeping, and we just had to look from a distance watching them enjoy themselves. The food, the daily food. It was terrible. It the food was the most disgusting food in my entire life. I could not stand to eat it. I was just eating pure dry food because the dry I'm not a person who eats dry food like that, but if you see me eat dry food over a cooked meal, you must know it was very disgusting. The food was terrible. I hated it. It was so bad. Uh, the mosquito repellent that my cousin's aunt got. Because remember I told you they were twinning with us. It was so stink. It was so terrible. We had to open the windows whenever I used it. And mosquitoes were killing. But they're this, 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 I told you the girls in my dorm were real cool. They had a... Uh, mosquito repellents some of them were bubblegum scented some of them were watermelon scented so i didn't bother to use mine i just used theirs and then it came down to me finding out we had to go to a dinner it was like a prom which was supposed to be like the second to last day at the camp and there was this boy there and yes, I liked him. Yes, he was okay. He was cute. It was it was a dark chocolate dude. He could dance, and he dressed very well. Yes, and so we were. I didn't tell him I like him. People told me that he liked me. It was that writing my name all over his his dorm room, like on paper and stick it on the wall. I'm, um, among his bed and stuff. People were telling me this. But was like, oh, really? This acting all stupid. But I liked him. I didn't tell anyone I liked him. Even the girls that I got close to, I didn't tell them. And he was planning to ask me to the prom. And this other girl there, she liked him. But he didn't like her. And so she came to me and asked me 
um, for instance, his name was like John. For instance, his name was John. His name is not John, but for instance, his name was John. And he was, she was like, are you going to the prom with John? And I was like, I don't know. He hasn't asked to me. And she was like, I'm not, I'm not asking. I'm going to say. And I was like, no, he did not ask me. And she was like, oh, okay. Only to find out that this girl, she stole, she stole my date. She went, the boy was planning to ask me in such a cute way. And she went to the boy and said, Tay, Tay doesn't want to go to the prom with you. She told me she doesn't want to go to the prom with you because she doesn't like you. And she made the boy not ask me. And I did not have no idea about this. And so when the time was drawing near for the dinner, the prom, I was wondering how come he hasn't asked me. I've been turning on, turning down all these other boys from my camp group and the other camp groups from asking me. I always tell them, no, waiting on John to ask me. And he, he, he wasn't asking me. So... I took it on myself to go ask him instead. And he went to me. I went to him. I was like, hey, John, I want to talk to you. And he was like, hi. Because I realized he was getting real distant with me and stuff. So I said, um, are you going to the dinner? And he was like, yes. I say. You want to go with me? And was like, he was like, no, I already have a date. Girl, listen, I would, <laughs> I did not know how to feel when I heard that. I was like, what, what? I was expecting him to ask me because I was hearing all these things about the plan to ask me and how he always writes my name all over his bed and stuff. And he always sits with me every day. And now he's not asking me what is going on. And he was like, didn't you tell, for instance, the girl's name is Diamond. No, her name is not that cute. Um, Pam. For instance, her name is Pam. Although Pam is a cute name, but whatever. Um, for instance, her name is Pam. And she was like... It was like, didn't you tell Pam that you didn't want to go with me? I was going to ask you, but I didn't want you to embarrass me. So I'm going with Pam instead. I died. I was like, I did not say that. I did not say that. I was trying to explain and he was so angry with me. He did not want to air it because apparently he said I hurted his feelings because he liked me and then I was trying to diss him and that was never the intention i did not do that the girl set me up she came and twisted my story she only asked me if i was going with john and i said no he didn't ask me i don't think i'm going with him because and she went and said i don't want to go with him she god knows what he told her what she told him sorry and man I was like telling the girls I was close to and they were like seriously but nobody they didn't like her since then because she really messed up she really messed up 
and nobody really messed with her since then because she knew the guy liked me and I kind of liked him and she went and did such a terrible thing to the two of us and so I went with the girls who didn't have dates who either declined dates or just didn't receive anybody to go with and so I went with them I sat with them I had a great time. I was okay, but I felt so angry. I wanted to smack. I wanted to punch her. I wanted to fight her so bad. It was so, I was so close to punching her. And then when I was about to, the camp teachers or whoever they are called came to me like, Tana, 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 no, no, do not. Do not. You know better. It's just one of those things. Go and enjoy yourselves. You don't have to go with anyone to enjoy yourself. And I was like, you're right. They were right. They were right. You know? So I went to it. The girls were doing having any dates. And at the entire time, I was thinking, I was watching her sitting beside him. Even when we were getting ready the boys came to the girls' dorms and picked up their dates. Like, you know, those fancy escorting things that, you know, they did that kind of little thing. And I was like, I have nobody to pick me up. And I saw her going. He came to pick her up. He, he yes, he came to pick her her up and I was like wow it really hurts now I was supposed to be who he was supposed to be picking up and I didn't care anymore but I enjoyed myself it turns out that he did not like her he just went to her because he thought I was gonna embarrass him um then he came to me he apologized at the dinner because someone told him what exactly happened. One of the girls I went with um, told him what happened. And he came to me and he asked me. And I said, this is what I was trying to tell you. You just weren't listening to me. And he apologized. And he asked if I wanted to dance. And I said, yes. <laughs> and we danced. And we didn't kiss or nothing. He just hugged me and said, I am sorry. And I was like, it's okay. But it was not okay. But he danced with me. He didn't dance with her. He did not dance with her at all. <laughs> so she just sat with him. But she, he didn't speak to her the entire night because he found out what happened and what she did. And he was just dancing with me and stuff. But then I, I felt better about it after that that he finally found out and then he start he, he was back with his table and I was back with my table and then this other guy from the other camp group came to me and was like can I have this dance and he was so yo he was he was tall he was muscular 
And he was, he had a very handsome face. And he came and I'm like, you want to dance? And I was like, ah. And my friends were like, go, 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 go. And I was like, oh, okay, yes. Because I was the one getting all the offers to dance because girl i look so good my mama gave me the best dress to wear and i just looked so awesome so anyways i told him i said yes i wanted to dance and i danced with him for the rest of the night i do not know his name he knew my name he asked me my name but i I didn't like him as much as I liked John. I do not know his name. I I just I just didn't bother to ask his name even though he was so handsome. He was even more handsome than John actually. But I didn't know him. John was with me every day. So So yeah. Uh it turns out that then we went outside to they had like these thing. They prepared these like night show outside, like the firework and stuff. And right, they had this night show thingy like outside to see. And then we went outside and we saw it. And then the day was over. Then we went to the church service the next morning which would be the last day of the camp and then it was time to go home excited uh i met a lot of people and since then i have never seen anyone that i spent that whole week i never met that girl pam the wicked girl and i never met back the the guy that went outside with me and i never saw john again nor my doormates nor the girl that uh i became friends with immediately by the way fun fact the guy that told her he liked her immediately when we just went there he was the one who took her to camp to the prom whatever and i have never met anyone ever again i just ne it just never occurred to me to take anybody's phone numbers or anything it just didn't occur to me and now i feel so bad for not taking their numbers because maybe i would still be in contact with some of them today but i don't think they remember me maybe they do maybe they don't most of the time i rarely remember anyone i rarely remember some of their faces so it could be the same for them they might might be they might think, don't even know that I exist. It was just one week and that was it. It blew off. So it started, I underpacked. I had my menstrual. I went into the wrong camp group. 
girls stole my date and it was just a horrific experience which I never went back to another camp it keeps annually but I never went back the next year the other year or the other years up until now I have never I have never went back in each year they choose different locations and stuff so that was a very horrific experience I wish it was better I met lovely people and stuff but it could have been better the food was terrible it was disgusting and I just wish it was better I just the only perk that we had in the camp was that my group junior group junior camp group didn't do kitchen duty because we were considered babies that's the only good thing that came out of the camp for me and meeting so many nice people two things meeting so many nice people and escaping kitchen duty that was that was okay but anyway my cousins and i we left um um my oldest cousin i told before that her dad brought us to the pickup point he came and picked us up from the pickup point and brought us straight home and my mom was happy to see me she immediately started to ask me questions and i immediately started to say you underpacked and i started to complain about everything i told her about john and the situation with john and she was like oh hell no how did you make that happen i was like oh mom it happened it was he apologized he didn't know she blindsided him and she got what the doc got (laughs) so yes so that was basically my my experience so anyways thank you for listening again to my second episode and see you guys in my third episode and i'm gonna ask nicely because they always say ask and you shall receive so (laughs) i'm gonna ask please subscribe please share and so that you can stay in touch with me listening to me and my experiences i am planning to have most of my friends well they're planning to come to my house and come speak we're gonna talk a lot i think of things my mom she's just not free at the moment so she has not had the chance to sit down with me on this youtube podcast thingy I'm not even sure what to call it. And there are, there are so many people who are coming to speak. So you're a podcast lover. I am a podcast lover. And I'm having this podcast thingy right here on YouTube. So thank you for listening. Subscribe to stay tuned for my third episode. I have so much things coming in store. And I hope. You did subscribe because I asked so nicely. And so see you guys are listening out for me in my next episode.
Bye. Love ya. Mwah.